What's up, PML? It is your boy, Is Nefarious here, and I have scheming it up for you. Um, your favorite show where we talk straight football and strategy and, you know, hopefully apply it to your game. You know, we got our co-hosts in the building. We got Deloitte in the building. Deloitte, say hello to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy, Deloitte. We are back. Was this like episode four, episode five? One of those episode five. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah we're, man, we're rolling. This is like this is a thing, bro. Um, one of my favorite shows. I like breaking things down or talking. Like today, I won't be breaking it down. You know, I'll be listening and consuming some great yeah, knowledge. Yeah, you, info, you man, have so. no clue what's going on. You have no <laughs> clue what's going on. Uh, we also got Wimmy in the building. Wimmy, say hello to the people. What's up, PML? We are back once again. Uh, you know, second show of the day. Got third cup of coffee. We're, we're feeling great. Work laptop out. You know, can't wait. Did not mean for that to rhyme. And we, <laughs> we also got a very special guest. And uh, it's a perfect fit for this episode because we're going to talk about some defense and how certain coverages work. Uh, we got Z in the building. Z, you are uh, a corner real. Yep. So, so you 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 kind of understand the de- defensive side of things and uh, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So your insight will work. And Wimmy's already a corner, so he's got that. Hey, safety. We were safety, but safety. Safety. Again, we'll take it. We'll take yeah, he's <laughs> secondary. He's your help. See, he's your help. Just know nah, that it's, it's the same thing until you have to do that run fit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, start, you start lining up against each other and you're like I was just like dang I'm glad we over here doing one on ones yeah I've never felt that more in my life than just now so <laughs> we're here for a defensive uh, version of the, the and when we said there's really no scheme he could talk about is there any scheme Talk about us. Uh, have you really died, dove into like defensive schemes? Because we we talked about air raid, we talked about offensive schemes, but defensive schemes haven't really been a topic of discussion yet because um, Deloitte doesn't have any history with that. So I mean, I know JT sends his blitzes, but in terms of like schemes, it's a lot harder to like defensively scheme in Madden because um I don't I don't know if you guys what are some of the real, real life real life schemes. Well, I was going to say the, what the Dolphins did against the Ravens where they would just basically have seven on the line of scrimmage and then um, they would just be playing man coverage with the back four. Um, you, can't, you can't do that in Madden because the blitz principles play different and also the blitzes get there faster in real life. Um, as well as, you know, just general um, football awareness. Um, it's hard to program yeah. into a game. But... Um, like that would that would never work in Madden. Like if somebody's just coming out and just blitzing me every play, we're gonna pick that apart, you know. Um, but um, you know, you see st- you see schemes like on on third and longs, like people like to send pressure. Um, I know I've seen that quite a few times on Sundays. It's just certain things that you'll see in real life that you can't replicate in Madden without you know getting gashed for like twenty. Cranberry car, cranberry car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh shit! I thought I was muted for that. You guys would have bothered me right now. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Um, but sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll jump. I'll jump. I'll jump in real quick. Uh, but like, also like to Z's point, like it's kind of hard to scheme sometimes on the defensive side because you're you're kind of you you're trying to stop the offense. So it's it's almost like a a react type of thing. You're you're, mm-hmm. you're not being 
proactive, you're being more reactive. So it's like you're, you're trying to match personnel. You're, you're, you're trying to, you know, figure out what they're doing and, you know, change your defense in that way. That, that's kind of how I always looked at it. I only played a couple of years in high school, so I don't, I don't really know the intricacies of it, but that's kind of the, the vibe that I, I always felt was that it was much more of a, you know, we have to react to what the offense is doing. Agreed. And, you know, it's also like in in real life, like, you know, you watch the tape, that's more than like, like the, the teams aren't going to just completely change their play, like, you know, add a slant, add a little in, add a comeback at the line of scrimmage. Like most of the time the look that you get, like they have checks and audibles and stuff like that, but it's not going to yeah. be creating a completely different play like you can if you have hot route master or something like that where like, you know, you send the tight end <laughs> on an in and then add a halfback angle route line. You're not going to get all that stuff. So com- uh, just compared to how you prepare in real life versus how you have to prepare in Madden, it's just two different things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think Madden is way more of a – like, it's more freedom technically in terms of, like, what you're saying, like the adjustments on offense and defense, right? Because you're not going to be able to do all of that in real life in a 10-second span, right? But um, at the same time, in Madden on defense, you have a, a time restraint, right? So, like, once they pick the formation, you got 10 seconds to kind of pick your play, you know? Then once you're at the line of scrimmage, you technically only have, what, five seconds to make the adjustments, and then it's up to the offense to decide whenever they want to snap the ball. So, like, it's, it's, I feel like it's more difficult, right? Because on offense, you can make as many adjustments as you want. Well, you got, you know, the full 40 seconds. So, I think um, it's definitely more things you have to, you know, consider. I think you have to kind of watch film. Like, if you watch film, I think that is more of your, you know, game planning and, and more of your adjustments than in-game adjustments. Agreed. I'll, I'll say that it's a react, uh, it's a counter. It's a counter. You, you're uh, reacting to what the offense is doing. Now, there, there has been instances of schemes, like, uh, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is the Legion of Boom and Pete Carroll's defense. You know, you, he runs that cover three shell. Obviously, calls different coverages out of that. He's not running the same coverage, but it's a cover three shell. Uh, you've got the 46 defense that the, the Lions have, uh, you know, progressively handed down within their family because it started with the father and went to Rob Ryan and went to Rex Ryan and all that good stuff. Like, you have those type of schemes there. Uh, but basically, it's more reactive than it is coming out with a uh, West Coast scheme, you would say. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's more of a reactive thing. Uh, so we can't really talk about scheme. So just kind of touching okay. on that that point you made about Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. I mean, you know, I'm a Seahawks fan, so I kind of studied their scheme a little bit. Yeah. They kind of, they kind of put, it, it was kind of like a, like, it was kind of like a cover three match. Like Sherman would be, yeah. he would be on his side solo, basically in man against the receiver. Cause you know, they wouldn't throw the ball over there anyway. So you just stick a receiver yeah. over there and just, you know, don't throw the ball his way. I know the package did that for sure. Um, and they would rotate Earl Thomas to the other side of the field. And I th- also think, like, cover threes is kind of easier to attack if you know what you're doing in Madden than it is in real life. Because, I mean, obviously, you know, you got pass rush and um, just how players naturally react to the ball. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that trying to emulate real-life schemes are a lot harder than it seems, um, especially, like, if you're just going to try to run a 
cover three base. Because it's because it's there's a bunch of principles that aren't like taught. They're taught in real life, but they're not in the game because yep. that's it's just you know it's too intricate for EA to put that in the game. And then you can't. Yeah. You also can't teach like real life reaction because like. As a as a corner, if somebody catches a ball, like I'm not just gonna you know just sit there and let them boss me one hand. I'm gonna keep trying to get to knock the ball out till they hit the ground. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and, and you know, imagine some guys just get mossed and they just kind of take it and it's just like, come on, man. In a video doing? game, at the end of the day, is one and ones and zeros, right? Like it's all programming and coding happening. So like the intricacies that like a human can make. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to bracket off here, but then if he comes here, I'm going to pull off here. Like, it's harder to program those in games. You know what I mean? So I think you have yeah. to do it kind of at a basic surface level of, like, this is kind of what happens. Because you, you see it all the time. Like, even with matching. Like, how many times has you been in a matching concept and you're like, okay, I understand the game program that, but why would you just let this dude run straight past you? You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make any football sense at all. But, like, the game was like, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. So I think you're you're definitely more restricted there. And my, yeah. But like also like I know that they taught us like if there's nobody pressing your zone, continue to get depth. But like yeah, in your yeah. corners will just sit there and just let the guy just casually. Bro, like like, like with crossers, there. bro. Like I understand so, you're playing fifteen, but just because he crosses at twenty, like you could drop back five, bro, and get in the way. <laughs> and they'd be like, "No, nah, I'm gonna stand right here." Like, come well, on, bro. And, and that's that's my my other kind of like. I don't want to say gripe because it's definitely you know something you can't really program like like the Lord said it's kind of it's all ones and zeros you either catch it or you don't like it's pretty much like it, it there's there's very little gray area and so for me like playing in the secondary one thing I always was able to do was like we'd watch film on our opponents and with certain wide receivers you could see like certain tendencies. And so, so it's like this guy, you know, like, like I remember one guy in particular, he hated going across the middle. Anytime he went across the middle, he was like, he was, he was scared he was going to get hit. So like, he just, he hated it. And so our corners just essentially played on their outside shoulder and forced everything inside towards the linebackers and the the safeties. So it's kind of like, I mean, it'd be cool if it could get as complex as that, but I don't think that, like, like unless you add some type of trait like that, I don't know if you'd ever do it. No, for sure. I think, um, like you said, it's just the restrictions that, that are there, man. And I don't know, like, I haven't played, like, 2K in a while, like, 2K, what, Opera Football 2K or 2K5 in a while, so I don't really remember, like, exactly how they got their zones and stuff to work. But I just think it's so hard, like, you know, like, it's easy for us to say, like, this sucks, get it right. But I think that, like, as a programmer, it's probably super tough to try to actually oh, yeah. you know, get that right. It's like, compared to, like, recent years, it's own coverage. Like, I- I'm not mad about it at all. Like, they-, they definitely, you know, funnel guys, pass guys off um, and stuff like that. You know, it's just certain times where you see, like, guys running free down the field. And most often than not, it's the coverage they called. Like, I mm-hmm. also think, like, a big part of uh, calling defense in Madden. And I'm sure KMFO probably talked about this earlier. I wasn't able to catch it. But knowing what the responsibility of the guys that um, – the guy that you're using, defense that you call, and knowing the responsibilities goes a long way. Because each defense is designed to stop a certain type of concept. 
or several concepts. Um, yeah. I don't know if people have checked out like the little skills trainer, but I, I used to because I, I used to just try to beat the gauntlet high score. But they actually have some good information in there about um, zone coverage responsibilities and just kind of what each person does. So yeah, I'm not trying to go and learn how actual football works. I'm trying to look so, up YouTube um, nano blitzes, sir. Hey man, you uh, know, <laughs> each their own. <laughs> each their own. I'm trying to figure out how to disengage. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you brought up like all these coverages are different. Like you got to understand like every wording. You know the buzz, the match. Uh, cover two sync. It doesn't play like a Tampa two, even though it looks the same. It doesn't play the same. Uh, obviously, cover two hard flat doesn't play the same. Like people don't understand that. Like there's there's guys who call a Tampa two um, in the in the red zone, and you would rather have like a cover two hard flat or a cover two sync in, in the red zone or something like that because. Just the way the, the cloud flats play, they play about 15 yards. Their, their responsibilities are different. You just got to know, uh, you know, what the coverage does instead of just calling it for no reason. You also got to know, and when you call it a zone coverage, if, if specifically if you're running a 3-4, you're a linebacker on the line that's g- dropping into uh, a, a purple flat or a curl flat is not going to get as deep as the safety who's playing the other side just because of where he's starting and how long it takes him to get back. They usually play different um, just because of that. So I wanted to talk about coverages because you can't really scheme. There's not much scheme, but we can talk about coverages and how they work and where your help is, knowing where your help is, knowing when to shade, knowing when not to shade, all that good stuff. I think it's really good information for people. Um, So I wanted to dive into that. Z. Uh, do you know how the uh, – well, I'm asking everybody, but do you guys know how each match coverage works? Because I, so, I, I watch full videos on it. I know how it works on Madden. We didn't we didn't run too much match coverage. Um, I mean, we, we kind of <laughs> – we didn't even run nickel. Like, we, we had a 4-3 well, – we were a 4-3 defense, but that's because we had, like, talent all around the field. Um, but, I mean, I do know that – certain coverages you're supposed to have a certain type of leverage like i mean obviously like cover two you're never supposed to let the receiver um get outside of you um yep. cover i mean man coverage you know you you're okay with giving up the outside yeah cover two man. and you're and you're also yep. using the sideline um so you know you, you just have certain principles that apply to certain coverages um and we didn't really go through four that much so um I'm not too familiar with um, the match principles for that. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll add on to that. Like we we didn't do much match. We we did run more like nickel, where instead of a well, we didn't call it nickel like a nickel cornerback. Instead of nickel, we called it uh, a wolf, and it was kind of like a safety instead of uh, kind of a third cornerback. And you know, it's it's kind of interesting because it's. It's kind of like, you know, it, it's weird because you see guys like in the NFL, like a, a Jamal Adams or a, a Javon Holland, who who played like super close to the line of scrimmage, and you know, like every play, you got to understand like what those responsibilities are. So, like, 
I remember when um, I think it was it was the Raiders and I believe the Steelers maybe. I don't know. The Raiders played someone, and and I watched uh, Jonathan Abrams just the entire game, just just hold the running back to like no yards after catch when when he would be kind of used as that uh, outlet. And so it's kind of it's it's interesting how like defenses can kind of um, like once they figure you out on offense and once they like figure out what your scheme is and what you're trying to do. Like if you can use kind of your more talented guys to put them in positions, like like that's that's really the, the key in my mind. But we we didn't want really run too intricate of schemes. I mean, we we mainly ran a a cover three or cover four. We we played some man, but um, you know most of the time it was it was pretty simple. I mean, I don't think in general, like comparative, like to offense, I don't think a lot of defenses get very intricate. I think it's more yeah. like you learn your foundations, your found fundamentals, and you guys communicate. Like especially if you're switching or bracketing, I think that is more important. You know what I mean? Because you're only going to run so many different, you know, different yeah. looks and different well, defenses in general. It's just you, you don't you don't want to overcomplicate it. Yeah, it's more That's when that's when you get the the coverage um breakdowns and do break. yeah, running yeah. by themselves and it's like exactly. what happened i mean you're more so just knowing what they want to do in advance and then kind of just you know playing to you know what you guys discussed before one of the most interesting things that i i've noticed is that um in the red zone particularly on the goal line um a lot of nfl teams will come out and run cover one um yeah. like and <laughs> to counter that, like I, I remember specifically in the NFC, was it? I don't know if it was a championship game or not. But whenever the Rams played the um, the Packers, they had uh, Ramsey shadowing um, Devontae yeah, Adams. Yeah. They moved him across. They moved him across the formation and just hit him in the flats because uh, Ramsey had to go over the top of all the other man defenders. Yeah. Try they, to make they, they, they kept they kept motioning him back and forth. Mm-hmm. I remember that play. I know exactly what you're talking about. You can't, you can't make that play as a corner. Um, so, I I think that stuff stuff you see like if you ran cover one in the in on the goal line in Madden, you're getting picked apart. So I, I just think you know certain things that you see in in real life are just going to be kind of impossible to replicate in Madden, if that yeah. makes sense. Well, so well, it's not that it's no. not difficult to to replicate it. It's just you gotta know. So the no, thing is, it don't it don't replicate the same because all right, as a as a man, I run a lot of man. You know what I mean. And the reason, obviously, I run a lot of man is because most of the defenses on teams I play for ran a lot of man. So I mean, it's just kind of one of those things, right? So, um, as a team, especially when I was like at Westerns, for example, right? Like I'll always hear like, their coaches like when they get into the red zone situations, like you know, you got to choke down and we're manning up basically, but. The leverage plays different in real life than it does in Madden. That's like, also you true. Could, yeah, like so, like in Madden, you could hit shade inside. Next thing, no dude's running in front of you for the slant. Like, bro, literally. <laughs> yeah, in real life, like if you're shading inside, there's a there's a, unless you're guard. Okay, so I've seen it one time where well, it was Devontae Adams again again that Bears game because it I remember it specifically because it cost me a fantasy playoff appearance. Um, he he hit the cornerback with a. Um, he released outside, 
and then he then he went back inside. Like nine nine times out of ten, if you're shading inside and you have sideline boundary, you're trying to force the quarterback to make an excellent throw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like you're not literally give up. Like the the route combinations limit. Like I know from the offensive side, if they're manned up and do inside shade. Like I know I can't just get off a slant. So it's either a quick double. Like I got to get something off the line to be able to get you there. Or a lot of the times, what are we going to convert to? A fade or an out? Like yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like we're going to convert it because we're like we, this is not going to work. Because not only do you have to get past that corner who has inside leverage, you then have that safety coming down, or you have that linebacker sitting there like for extra protection if you do come in inside. But Madden don't work like that, bro. Just run right past you. <laughs> like, yeah, well. and the linebacker just won't play the guy that he's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be guarding. It's just crazy. The other thing with that is, like, you know, if you're on the one or two-yard line, you know, you have a, a wide receiver split out wide, you know, and, and Madden, you know, you, you may call, like, a quick slant or something. And by the time he breaks, you know, uh, an, a linebacker can get over there. Safety can, can potentially, like, you know, get over there for a pick. But, you know, in, in real life, you, you usually have eight or nine guys playing the run. And so, you know, when it is a pass, you know, those corners are kind of like you're on your own. You're on an island. So there's no real – a lot of help. Like, like you, you, your linebackers aren't going to get over there and, and pick that off if if Aaron Rodgers is throwing to Devontae Adams on a on a slant where he just destroys the uh, the corner. It's also kind of like a window thing. Like I feel like because you know in real life the windows, I mean the win- they, they call them tight window throws for a reason, yeah. and it's more so like the quarterbacks can get the ball there before the linebacker has a chance to react. You know, in Madden, you kind of see it. Like, okay, I see the slant coming. I might have a chance to get over here. In real life, it's like, okay, I'm playing – as a linebacker, I'm playing run first on the one-yard line, and then maybe I'm looking for a slant. So, like, uh, it's a lot harder to stop multiple things in real life rather than it is in Madden because, like, okay, like I can take away the crosser. I can take away, you know, the underneath stuff with my user – but in real life, like it's like okay, like I gotta pick one or the other because I'm not gonna get to the other. <laughs> you ain't doing both. <laughs> you ain't hitting them with you know those users where they fake one way and then they run the other way. And then, nah, bro, let's not. Yeah, you do that in real yeah, life. Yeah, you don't get turned yeah. around and look goofy. So. You yeah, you, you don't have a 360 view. That's that's <laughs> a big thing. You can't you can't change directions and then pick off a ball when you're not even looking at the quarterback. And, and I think I think that's another thing is like. How many times do we see, you know, I mean, I've, I've seen Rodgers do it a lot, but Rodgers will, like, almost throw right at linebackers because they're running with a tight end, but they're mm-hmm. running – they don't have their head turned yeah. around. And so Rodgers can kind of put it right – like, I remember one play he had to Tanyan. It was, like, earlier in the year. And, and he threw the ball, like – he hit Tanyan, like, on the shoulder. Like, the only place it could have gone, like, he literally threw it to where Tanya, like, couldn't drop it. Did y'all and watch the – sorry, I didn't, my bad. I'll wait till you you're good. Well, I was just going to say, like, you, you just – like, if, if if you're playing Madden, you know, you have that 360 view. You know, if you're using a linebacker and you're running with them, like, you're going to try to pick it off. Where, yeah. in that case, like, you, they can't react to that. It's so hard to get your head around in time. I was going to Go say, ahead, did you guys watch the um... – 
the Bengals Raiders game. I know Deloitte watched it. The the throw by Joe Burrow. Yeah, he kind of he kind of just he kind of just put it like it was actually on the linebacker's shoulder pad. So it it was it was, it was a little ridiculous. It was um, it was a beautiful throw. And, and if you if you get that communication and and that chemistry with your quarterback, like you know when the ball is going to be there, and kind of where you know he knows where you kind of want it. So you will literally not look until the last second because you know what kind of where it's going to be. You know what I mean? And by the time that corner, because I'm sure you know, Z, like you're probably reading the hands and reading the receivers, you know, eyes. You know, so. If you don't look up to the last second, now he's in that reactionary state where you're going to win the majority of the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because he has to react to your movements. So it's... in Madden, you know, everybody sees the ball in there at the same time. So everybody's now playing for position as soon as the ball goes up. So yep. the, the craziest part about playing corner, and I'm sure when you can attest about, about playing safety too, is like you can have great coverage and the quarterback will still throw the receiver open. Because I remember there was this one play um, from our championship game, and I'll never forget it because it I think it was the first catch I gave up the entire season. Um, the It was man coverage. And, like, I jammed the guy off the line of scrimmage, and I'm running with him down the field. But I have no idea that the ball is coming because, I mean, it's just I'm on an island. I'm on the, I'm on the opposing team sideline, so it's really just me over there. Um, and, like, he kind of led him to the sideline. And um, I can't do anything about it because receiver knows the ball is coming. Now, if I turn my head, it's different. But, like, if they haven't thrown the ball over there all game, it's like I'm not, you know, necessarily going to turn my head if I'm trying to play catch up because I don't think they're going to pass the ball. So, you know, it's it's a um, it's a interesting – it's just interesting playing corner, man. Yeah, I don't envy yeah. corners at all, bro. No, no, like it's it's, my position. whole perspective – It's hell. Bro, my whole thing is if I could get – if I could close that distance – and if I could especially get you on my hip, there's no way you're going to stop me. That's going to have my mind. It's like, there's just no way because you have to react to what I'm doing. And I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, you're we, now we guessing no to what I'm doing. So well, I could do all types of stuff to well, try to get well, open at that point. To, and to, it's so to, hard. To add to that, like, so I, I played, I mainly put safety. But, like, we would always kind of mess around, like, you know, hey, like, let's see if I could play corner. Like, let's see if I'm a better corner than others. And so, like, some practices, I would play cornerback, and we just – we would see, like, how we react. And I think a lot of people, when when watching, like, actual, you know, NFL Sunday, you know, we, how many times do we talk about, you know, a corner knocking his head around and getting a pass interference because he ran into a guy? Not as easy and, as it sounds. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Because, because what people don't realize is if you're corner and you turn your head – before you're caught up with the wide receiver, like you're you're burnt. Like you 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 have to be like in a in a great position before you turn your head. Because if you turn your head early, like you will get destroyed. And I think we've seen that with like you know you, you always look at the the like route runners, the Julio Jones, the Justin Jeffersons, where. You know, corners are looking at the quarterback or the safeties are looking at the cornerback and they make one cut and it's it's like it it's either in your blind spot or it, it's completely opposite of your leverage and you will look like a fool. So it's just like oh. it's it is not it's not an easy place to, to be. Like you are you're essentially by yourself and 
ball comes to you, it's it's on you. And to attest to that further, like a lot of uh, a lot of play. I mean, obviously, you know, you have your standouts like your Jalen Ramseys, your Tre'Davious Whites, um, yeah. and stuff like that. But bro, it is it like pass rush is so critical to great cornerback play, um, and like because you can't cover somebody for eight seconds, it's impossible. No, like it, no. it's literally impossible. Like guys are learning, like they're running running back routes. I'm not running back routes. They're throwing basketball crossovers at the line of scrimmage, and there's nothing you can do about it. Because um, I, I think. Uh, I saw Marshawn Lattimore trying to cover Stefan Diggs, and he had a two-way go. Like, the two, two-way goes are literally the hardest thing to stop because you have to literally guess right. And if you don't guess right, you're getting burned. So, um, yeah, outside of – I personally think outside of quarterback, um, corner is the hardest position to play, personally. Maybe offensive line, but, yeah. For, like, so, what, what, was, what was interesting, uh, just tackling the real-life stuff, then we'll jump into uh, some Madden specific. I wanted to touch on cover three match and how it works. Um, but I wanted to bring up, I, I watched a video on uh, personnel, and it was how Bill, Bill Belichick kind of builds his offense and his defense. And the funny thing about the defense is what I got from it, it was Daniel Jeremiah doing it on YouTube. What I got from it is his note said, they could be dumb as rocks. It doesn't matter. The, the, it doesn't matter. They don't need to be a high IQ type of guy. Um, he wants corners that will tackle. He wants corners and defensive backs that communicate well and communicate like offensive linemen because um, communication is the key for uh, for defensive backfields is basically what he was saying. He said he doesn't want anybody under 5'10". You've got to be 5'10 plus. So you got to have some size to you and you got to be able to, you know, uh, play the run. Um, but the communication thing was very uh, funny to me to hear. He wants to make sure that his defensive backfield has the best communication possible. Man, and these guys, can kind of, these guys can attest to that because there's a lot of passing off, especially in uh, zone coverages, match coverages. There's a lot of passing off. And, you know, when you're going up against a stack and a bunch, I could only only assume that it's hell to deal with in in man to man or even in match. Say, I was just about to say, Wemmy, I'm sure you've had to come down and play um, man, like because it's because y'all are sending heat. So like, I know you know about match principles and passing off, and if one receiver goes outside, um, yeah, what you do to adjust to that and everything. So yeah, 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 and and like kind of like Neff was saying, like you know wanting those those physical guys that can can actually communicate like like you know obviously not out a bunch but like if you can if you can be physical at line of scrimmage and and press like that that's so huge and that's that's one thing that like like I was I was okay at was that I would usually if I had to like man someone up if we were sending a blitz it was usually someone you know, on a, on a, in a slot. And, and we, we would play cover zero occasionally, like very, very few times, but like sometimes we were just sending six. And it was like, it was like, you need to guard your guy for like, like two seconds. Like if you can guard your guy for two or three seconds, like, like we're, we're going to get there. And so one mm-hmm. thing I would, I was good at was I could like get into the receiver to where, you know, we're already a second, second and a half into the play, and he's not five yards down the field. 
Yeah. So like, I think, I think that ability to jam and, and to be able to like actually get into the receiver without him getting to your arms, it, it's kind of, it, it, it kind of has the same principles as like playing, playing O-line against D-line. It's like, you, you mm-hmm. want to just be as physical as possible. You don't have to like, for me, I wasn't the fastest. So like, if I played back five yards and you ran a slant, like yeah, yeah, usually if, if I was if I was playing man, I was I was done. Like that, like like I, that, and that was that was the main reason man I didn't play corners. Coverage to play. What? I hate I hate playing off man. That's the worst. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so and so like for for me it was like it was like look I'm not I'm not the fastest. That's why I'm not playing corner. But I I am you know I've got some strength to me and. You know, I, I can hit. So it was like it was like as soon as as soon as the ball was snapped, like I was trying to get into you as much as possible. And like I remember, I had a uh, we we had a play where we were playing cover zero, and uh, this guy was doing an out route, and obviously I didn't know, but I jammed him, and I jammed him up for so long that like whenever uh, the the quarterback got rid of it pretty quickly. But whenever the quarterback got rid of it, like the receiver couldn't even turn his head because, like, he was like barely out of his route, and it, mm-hmm. it just like drilled the dude in the back of the helmet, and like it was, it was, you know, it's it's not a pretty style of play, but it is kind of it's effective at times when you can get that physicality going, mm-hmm. like you know it, it works. So, you know, being being able to like kind of like you said, Neff, just being able to to have that communication, but also being that, like, you don't have to be the fastest to be the best corner. Like, look at look at Jalen Ramsey. One of the reasons he's good is, one, he has a great defensive line. Like like Z was saying earlier, being able to get pressure with the front four, you know, you, you can't guard someone for, for eight seconds. It's not going to happen. You know, not they're going to get open. Not, no way. So, but, but like, Jalen Ramsey, if he's pressing you, like, like he he's getting up into you. He has long arms. He's strong. He's physical. So it's like he is using kind of his body type to his advantage. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the whole wide receiver cornerback, you know, showdown. Is it's it's always you know who can be physical, who who can use their hands, who who can get the footwork down. Like it, it it's it, it's a tough matchup because. You know, you could hold a guy to to nothing for for three quarters, but if you I give up, it. I watched that guy. Give up I think get burnt bros over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you give up six catches for for one twenty in the fourth. No one no one even remembers the third. So yeah, it's like bro, it don't gotta be that. It's gotta be you give up one catch, bro, and yeah, it's a touchdown, yeah, yeah. bro. People <laughs> clown. People are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah. So in it's the like, media age in the social media it's, age, it's impossible. Yeah. So um, I wanted to move on to uh, cover three match. Uh, anybody understand? Anybody in here understand how to what a cover three match is and how it works? Who who else understands? Because I understand it, so I'm asking if anybody else understands what a cover three match. Yeah, does. we ran cover three match. It was you know you get to your zone and we the defensive line will get there. Like they, there was no doubt they will get there. <laughs> like yeah. we never had any doubt about the defense getting there because I think we. Um, we 
averaged 42 and gave up six. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was bad. Hold my, on. my man, my PML team, there's a lot of doubt that we'll get to the quarterback. <laughs> so, I got, so the question, do you know how it works in Madden? Does anybody know how it works in Madden, cover three match? I'm going to be absolutely surprised if nobody knows how, to work, how it works. I mean, I mean, I have an idea, but it's like I don't really – I don't watch YouTube videos and I don't run it that much. I, I run, right. I run match very little. So let's let's we'll, we'll we'll start with cover three match and then we'll dump jump into other coverages on other shows. But this is just going to be the cover three match show and obviously talking about how defense is different in real life compared to Madden. But in Madden, cover three match the way it works. So everybody knows what a cover three is. You got your your hook curl, your hook curl. You got your um your curl flats. You got all that. Uh, in a cover three match, it's different. As you can see, it's not a hook curl. It's actually a seam flat. And those seam flats actually match up. So basically, um, everybody, you guys know the number system. Outside wide receivers are the one. The second receiving option on that side of the formation is the two. Uh, the running back, if he's in single back, he could be the three on one side or the two on the other. It just just depends on what the formation looks like. You, you, all, you all know that, right? Correct? Yeah. 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 All right. So basically, in a cover, th uh, a cover three match, let's say he's coming out in uh, single back doubles. So basically, what happens is, depending on which side, you know, what safety you want to come down. Obviously, you want him to come down against the 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 slot corner if you're running base. But basically, what happens that outside corner will man up that outside wide receiver if he runs vertical. If he doesn't run vertical, he's just going to drop back into a zone. Um, same thing on the other side on a solo wide receiver. That outside corner will match up if he runs vertical. Now, on the seam, the seam flats, what's going to happen is that guy is going to match that number two wide receiver on either side as long as he runs vertical. If he doesn't run vertical, they're going to find work, pretty much. If he runs an uh, in route, they're going to pass him off and find work to the flat. If he runs a seam, he's going to match up that seam and follow him. If he runs a deep corner, he's going to match up that corner and follow him. So basically, in Madden, what happens is it's already programmed. Even if you call a hot route, they know what route you're running. I had the issue when I called cover four against Z, and Z burnt me with a uh, a switch route, a switch concept. He burnt me with a switch concept because even though that second wide receiver didn't break up field immediately and went to the flat, my safety was already programmed to know that a, a, a wheel route was coming. So he followed that, that wheel route. Because he knew he had to match him. So basically the game knows the, the, the matching principles before the ball is snapped. So if that guy, that number two, runs a seam route, that seam flat is going to match him. If he doesn't, he's going to find work on the outside. And if a running back goes out on that side, that seam flat will end up try, uh, going after that running back once he sees a break outside. Um the two curl flats. Now, this is the interesting part. So the seam flat matches the two if they go vertical. The uh, the hook curls, the, the middle linebackers usually, that are playing those yellow zones, what will happen is they're keeping an eye on the running back, especially if it's single back. They keep an eye on the running back. If he breaks to the flat on the right, the, uh, the same side linebacker is going to match up, especially if uh, somebody uh, – especially if somebody's matched up going vertical with a seam route. On, on the two on that side. So <laughs> it's tough to explain, uh, you know, in in the podcast stage and without visuals because there's a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of 
uh, you gotta you gotta read it as it's going as it's going going down. I mean, I mean, I think you did a hell of a job actually just now. Like, I yeah. I kind of <laughs> pretty much followed everything you said. Um, I think I think for some people it might be tough like understanding the terms, but like yeah. if you know Madden, like and you know the terms. You, I mean, you you well, you could you could follow what you just said. Um. I just want to say this real quick because I'm I so I don't I don't run a lot of match yeah. and uh, part of part of it is like you know I I kind of have my defense and I I like the way my defense is you know I could probably make it better with match but uh, and and not to go back to real life but it's it's interesting how you explain that with the whole running back situation because you know when when you play that kind of nickel like corner nickel safety or linebacker role, you know, if you're in one of those uh, yellows, like you, you're kind of always taught to get depth and then hit the flats. Yeah. And with how you said, like, you know, if you see a running back go out to the right and the same side linebackers following them, it's, it's much, it's much more different because you're almost leaving that zone. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's, Every, it's, that's only that's only so that's only if everybody's ma- if you see that they, that number two is matching, because what will happen is if that number two doesn't go vertical and that seam flat's not matching, it's a pass off. It's like, all right, now you got the running back if he goes to that flat. You know what right. I mean? Uh, but if he goes vertical, he knows that that seam flat's following him because he's matching. Now it's that linebacker's uh, linebacker's job to look and see if that running back is going to the flat. So it, it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a very interesting cover. It's the same thing for uh, for drags. So let's say you're you're running a mesh concept. So basically those uh, those yellows will pass off because they're they're responsible. If everybody's running, let's say you're running the running back on the flat to the right. And then you're running a drag with the tight end. So basically what will happen, since the tight end, the tight end's lined up on the right side, he's going right to left. You got the running back uh, and single back, he's just going to the right. So basically what happens is the yellow uh, will not follow that uh, that running back because that steam is not going to follow that tight end, if that makes sense. Because he didn't go vertical, he's now just going into his zone and going to look for work. And once that running back breaks out, he's going to follow that running back. That that yellow now just sits there and looks for work on that right hand side, and what happens is on the other side, especially if they imagine that other yellow is going to follow that drag across the field. No, I get it. I get it. So, like, my thing is okay. So you go in the match, and now you're talking about just applying it. What is your? You don't got to give like your reason. What is your preference? Like for me, I like to get the outside linebacker or that safety whoever's running that scene flat. Yep. And kind of, because then you know, I know when I give that cover three look, people are going to look for those seams. So yep. I prefer to kind of get there and then at least I could affect one of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I could maybe yep. at least hesitate, make you hesitate if that's what you were trying to look, if you would indeed go with the seam. Do you have like a yep. preferred kind of uh, thing that you look for or a position you like to play when you go into your three match? So cover three match. Honestly, if you feel don't don't feel comfortable in reading, play the middle third. Play the middle third. Yeah. It doesn't have a match concept. It don't it change. <laughs> it don't change. It You're is, playing that middle is, third. It's yeah. like covering a cover. It's like calling a cover one. 
he's just playing deep center field and going to react to maybe help this guy out, maybe help that guy out. He's doing nothing. So if you don't feel comfortable, the user in the D line is not really the best unless you have somebody that you could use and you're good at it. Yeah, if I can't, I can't do it. So if I didn't feel comfortable with a cover three, uh, cover three match, then I'm using the safety. But I kind of understand what the linebackers are supposed to do, so I'll use a linebacker. You know what I mean? Obviously, if everybody's running a short route, the cover three match is going to be pretty much worthless because nobody's going to match up. It's just going to be, you know, a bunch of short routes. Somebody's going to be open. So just like a normal cover three, having a lot of short routes is good because you only got four defenders down there and you got three guys doing nothing but holding their dicks in the back. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, um, but the funny thing is you got to realize cover three match, like you have the normal one that looks like a sky and the safety comes down, but there's also the buzz match <laughs> and the buzz match plays different from the cover three, uh, match that looks like a sky. So I, I, I don't, I think it's just called cover three match. It doesn't say cover three match sky, but, uh, the cover three buzz match, the safety that is dropping in the yellow now is the one looking for that seam row on that side, looking from the for the seam row on the two. And that, that seam flat now is matching whoever comes on the flat on the left-hand side. So, like, it, it throws everything. Like, that's why knowing, like, knowing what you're calling is very, very important because you could have busted coverages. I think I had one against, uh, I had one against the uh, Ravens because I didn't realize what my coverage was supposed to be, what my my uh, job was supposed to be on that on that play. So you got to understand, especially when you call a match, how this works. Now you got people that call a lot of zones, uh, zone uh, adjustments. You know, drop twenty five. That cancels everything out. Especially if you're doing C, if you're doing curl flats, it cancels it out. If you're doing um, you know regular flats, it cancels it out. You're doing hook curls, it cancels it out. Just know that once you Touch, mess with that, and it's not on default. You no more. Don't call match coverage because uh, to run match. Don't call match coverage to run match because it's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I think um, like cause sometimes I would like so, and obviously we'll talk about all of the matches in general, like all the different coverages. So like for me, I really wanted to learn like how all of it worked. So like mm-hmm. I went through like each one and I learned two positions. Because I was like, I'm not gonna learn all of them. I'm gonna learn like two, like as I break down like who does what, and that way I kind of know my responsibility. So at least I know I'm not messing up on any of these best principles. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to at least be like, yo, what is my computer doing when they mess up? And I don't want to be the one that's like, oh, yo, you're supposed to take him, and you just left him. You know what I mean? And I'll still do that because I get undisciplined at times, especially when quarterbacks yeah. start rolling out and I'm like, oh, I'm going to just follow this guy because the crosser looks so enticing. Then I just leave the flat or leave the other guy wide open yeah. or I'll fall asleep. You know what I mean? So yeah. I still make those those issues. Like, I still have those problems. But uh, I'm a fan of match, and I think it works really, you know, pretty well. It, works, it works really yeah. well. They, they've made yeah. a lot of improvements, and it works really well. Um, but it could be beat if it's if dude knows what, what he's doing. You know what I mean. And so the easiest conflict, yeah. So there's a there's a the, the easiest way to beat it, just like cover one and you know a cover three match and cover three. Uh, the the easiest way to beat it is a, a curl from the outside, and you got to understand. Obviously, if it's a cover three match, then it's a little different because if that guy doesn't run a seam route, 
you're not clearing out that that curl. Um, if he's running a cover three sky, you want a, a, a kind of quick out and a curl over the top of it because you want to clear up that zone and make sure that he's not playing that curl. But if you know it's a cover three match and you want to beat it, obviously the best way, have that to run a seam and then have your uh, – your outside wide receiver that's matching up with the 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 outside corner, have him run a it's going to be easy ten yards every single time. Or we'll have him run a comeback, it's going to be easy ten to fifteen yards every single time. Uh, unless they they try to shade underneath, but you're not shading underneath when you call a match because that affects the matching principles, and you won't have a match coverage. You might as well just call cover three zone at that point. You won't have the match coverage on the uh, as far as the uh, the seam flats. You'll have hard flats at that point. Um, but that's interesting stuff. Uh, we'll dive into more uh, as far as coverages. Is there a, a team you wanted to talk about, or you guys all set? Because it's been a long episode. Uh, I mean, I mean we can do it. We can do a quick one, or we can, we can wrap it up. I don't care. How do you feel, Deloitte? Yeah, I mean, we we go over a team quickly. All right, let's go over a team quickly. And uh, we had Z on the show, so let's go over Z's team. And Z had to step out, yeah. so he's not with us right yeah. now. But let's go over Z's team real quick. So, Okay, so again, I'll ask this because I feel like I forget every time. Are we talking PML or are we talking? PML, PML. Okay. This, everything we talk about is PML. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so PML, you know, you got uh, Justin Herbert, who's got really good throw power, strong arm quarterback. Uh, not really. Uh, he is a little athletic, but not as athletic. As, I mean, 84 speed, Jesus. I didn't even realize he was that athletic. Uh, he's very um, athletic. So you, yeah, so he's he's really athletic. You got Austin Eckler, who's a very shifty running back that could get out the backfield and catch the ball as well. Um, Tony Michelle is a power back that he brought in. You know, he's done a good job with this team. Uh, you got a number one in Keenan Allen that could beat man to man. Like I said, you know, if you're running, you're, you're dealing with cover, cover three, uh, cover cover three match. Keenan Allen's toasting that that corner one on one, especially in off coverage. So yeah. uh, you take cool. a look the tight the tight ends. He's got okay tight ends. Uh, Dalton Schultz is number one. It's not really the best. He has a Offensive superstar line. quarterback and Will Levis. Yeah, he's got a superstar quarterback <laughs> and Will Levis. I mean, even a second wide receiver besides Keenan Allen, you got Mike Williams, really solid. Um. What do you see as far as offense, Deloitte? Like, what kind, what kind of scheme you be running with the, with these Chargers? Uh, I think you go like, you can still go like a vertical zone run type of thing. I mean, you yeah. have, you know, you have Eckler has the speed; he can catch out of the backfield. You have your your possession guys in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but they both have really high spectacular catch rating. So even if you sent them deep, even if, you know if they don't have breakaway speed. You know, between you know being six two and six four and having those spectacular catch ratings with the jumping ratings, I think they'll be pretty solid to go. You know, go get the ball, especially Keenan Allen. Um, and but then you have um, is it Guyton? Is that how you say yeah, it? Jaylen yeah, Jalen Guyton, who, yeah. who, who's um, got a lot of speed. He has ninety four speed. You know what I mean? To definitely take the top off, especially if you want to send him deep and then maybe have you know Mike or Keenan Allen, you know, do something shorter and give you kind of that um that levels type of concept and then um you're solid tight ends but you have you know to me i think you have two solid tight ends so um i think that you know that zone uh vertical offense could could work yeah he doesn't kind of do it already (laughs) i i kind of agree like you i think you could definitely run like a pro style offense i mean 
if, if you run, you know, uh, two running backs tied in, two wide receivers, like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to match up with that defensively. Um, uh, but also on the other hand, I think you can kind of run a spread, like with how yeah. quick Eckler yeah. is, um, mm-hmm. you know, how, how athletic is. Herbert is. I mean, you can you can kind of he he. In my opinion, I think Herbert can make pretty much any throw there is, and so. You know, with that being said, you know, if you want to run a spread and, you know, just let them air it out 30, 40 times, like, I don't know if this is necessarily the Madden to do it, Madden 22 specifically, but, like, I think if you have that those concepts and, and you can make those reads, that I think this is definitely a team that you could do that with. All right, so taking a look at – we're going to stick with the offense. If there's one trade you can make to uh, help out this team, what, what would it be? What's the one trade you would make? I I would say probably getting a true tight end. I mean, I think for what he does, I'm not too mad at the tight end. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think, I think you'll probably, and this is kind of future proofing a little bit. Just mm-hmm. want to get another running back. Um, like maybe even a a more because obviously he he does work with Eckler, he has him up to superstar. Eckler is now twenty seven, you know, with um one year left on the deal after this season. So kind of getting another true runner. I don't think Sony Michelle is is it. You know what I mean? Yep. He's twenty seven too, so I don't I don't yeah his career about done too. So I will probably look, <laughs> look <laughs> that run of that career. Yeah, you know, at I, I will probably look in that direction a little bit. Um. And see if you want to get, you know, another true runner or even another, you know, catching type of back like Eckler, who has wow, seventy nine catching and eighty route running. So I'll probably look there if um I'll make one. I like the rest of the roster. Very young offensive line. Very solid um, offense. Yeah, very solid. Uh, very solid offense. So you know, or trade, yeah. you know, the Raiders will love us. I think that's a solid move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trade the Raiders to Will Levis. <laughs> that's the number one. Oh, uh, the only uh, thing. The only thing I really see is kind of like one one thing that you know Brian Beluga is obviously a, a good right tackle, but he's thirty three. You don't know how he's going to regress, so you know maybe finding a replacement for him. Um, besides that, I kind of like I, I'd like a, a tight end too. I don't. I think Schultz is definitely um, you know he's he he's suitable. Like he he can. Yeah. He can, he can do what you need him to do, but he's not going to go out and drop, you know, eight receptions. He's not going to put a pit for one pit yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so if you could get, like, a a really solid tight end two, have two really good tight ends or, or suitable tight ends, I, th- I think that would be the only thing I like. But overall, I mean, this offense is pretty stacked, in my opinion. No, taking a look at the defenses, I couldn't tell if he's running a three-four or four-three. Um, what do you guys like? I couldn't really tell if it's three-four. I think it's a mix of both. Uh, I think it's a. Yeah, it might be a mix of both because he had like both as outside linebacker theoretically, but I think he mainly runs a four-three just from me playing against him. Um, which I mean, just looking at his roster. I mean, I wouldn't mind, especially if you just bring down Bosa. You know what I mean? As a defensive end, um, I think that's probably what. That's so what Bosa, I would. Bosa was automatic. So the Chargers must have switched to a three-four this season because he's usually a end. Now he's a 
outside linebacker, and that's not Z changing him because he yeah. was a superstar to begin with, a superstar X Factor. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm sure it's a just put him at defensive end and run that 4 3. I mean, the dude has no outsiders. Um, I mean, I think you'll want him, you know, on the line pretty much at all times just to make sure none of that those outside zones work. So, um, yeah, I think he's a 4-3 guy, and, you know, Z's going to drop back in his um, elaborate zones with his uh, zone drops and all that stuff. And he probably, you know, being a Seahawks fan as well, probably just, you know, knows all about the cover threes and things like that. So I think what he's running right now is kind of perfect. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a, a mix. I think you can kind of go to that cover or that 3-4 uh, when you want, but also if you want to, you know, Put four down linemen and add a add a linebacker you can, um, but he also may with like Derwin James um, being at strong safety be, may not be as worried about stopping the run. Uh, so like even instead of a four three, you know I'm I'm sure he's probably using nickel and being able to bring that safety down for help. Um, but yeah, I think I think you kind of have some flexibility with what I'm seeing on this defense. Yeah, he definitely has a team that could, you know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be team. mad if he had uh, if his base defense was that dime package that has the safety and that linebacker, because you have Donald James who could play like a linebacker, and you know that could pretty much be your your base defense, honestly. Or you run nickel with two linebackers and have Donald James play the slot. So, and then it's like having a third linebacker out there that could. Cover. Yeah, and that's what that's what I did, you know last year with, with this team essentially was, you know, being able to shoot gaps um, at, at that strong safety position and being able to come down to the line of scrimmage and, and make tackles. Um, it, it really is tough to, to run the ball when, when you do it correctly. So, yeah, I think, I think it's definitely uh, – he, he's definitely an X factor, you know, not to be – no pun intended, but he – he changes the game for sure. Anything you would trade to improve on this defense? Um, I would say probably the interior on the defensive line. Uh, he's got some strength with Jaron Reed, uh, but it doesn't seem like he's a through run stuffer on the inside. But uh, do, you, will... do you necessarily need it? I mean, the way he plays, I mean, to me, I would probably go uh, free safety. Um, what to like, I don't know. The way I kind of look, view it, I'm not like, I don't think you need elite corners to run a zone-based defense, personally. So, um, but you have Derwin James, who could definitely come up and, you know, especially cover three, play that flat, come up in the box. I think just having, you know, a little bit of a, of a better free safety. I mean, he has, was it Crosswell? who has 90 speed, you know what I mean? So he could definitely be that center fielder. You need that guy to play that deep third. So um, I was just maybe look or build him up. But you know what I mean? If I had to make a trade, maybe try to get like a really good free safety that has range. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking free safety or maybe even like a second middle linebacker. Um, I, I mean, Desir White's there, but I think you could you could probably – pair Kenneth Murray up with someone else that's a little better. Um, but besides that, I mean, I kind of – I like the team. Uh, I, yeah, I think, that's – I think Adderley is suitable. Yeah, and that's uh, 
that's pretty much going to do it, unless you guys got anything else. I'm good. No. Like that, yeah. All right, everybody at PML, have a great day, and we will catch you next week.